Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to What Do You Say Anime, I am your host Peter, and on today's episode, me, Pat, and Haz will be discussing the new Sword Art Online Progressive movie, Sword Art Online Progressive Aria in the Starless Night. We are covering the entire movie, so spoilers ahead, if you have not seen it, we will be discussing that as well, and we will also be discussing some stuff that air in the manga, so if you don't want manga spoilers... Uh, we will be talking about some of that as well, so just a heads up for everybody. But we recently all just came back from our respective theater to see the amazing movie that is Sword Art Online with the cast Asuna, Mito, and the true black swordsman, Kirito. So, before jumping into the actual movie, it was interesting because some of us... It's been uh, eight months since I've been to a movie in a theater, so... Um, as we are getting re relieved of COVID in some cases and uh, relaxed and we have our movie experiences again, we all had really interesting and different movie experiences. So Pat, please tell me the type of setting and stuff that you had during your SAO Progressive uh, watch. Yeah, first off, hello, I'm Pat. Uh, it's going to be the person behind the voice for the next uh, hour or so. Because uh, Pete didn't introduce us. But, um, but yeah, so... I went to a normal IMAX theater thinking, you know, like I bought my ticket ahead of time, uh, expecting to just go see a movie like I usually do, you know, and it, it, um, and instead I was in one of the smaller theater rooms in like the back, which is weird for SAO because I know for a fact I saw Violet Evergarden's movie at the same theater, but in like a bigger room, still in COVID procedures too and everything. So it was very weird that franchise that i think is bigger in sao you know like I, i'd like to think it's bigger than the violet evergarden uh was in this smaller theater but it's probably because they had multiple showings multiple nights and stuff but yeah so i was in a theater of like 40 people which i've never been in most of the ones i've been in have had hundreds of seats this one only had like 40 and uh yeah i was four rows back up back against the wall like this and i had a perfect view i i was uh and it was great too like the imax stuff uh surround sound whatever you want to say the, the it really let the uh, sound design in this movie shine so um yeah that was my my theater experience which uh you know i obviously came prepared i was dressed i i didn't bring my manga with me but i have it on hand here you know we've got our posters and figures back here as well and everything uh, so maybe my opinions might come off as a little biased here towards uh towards sao because i am a very big fan but uh great experience like well it, it felt incredible to be able to see it in in theaters that's great to hear uh has you had a cool experience as well please explain your situation yeah i mean i had a cool experience when i got there getting the ticket not so hot the website um to get that ticket was a hellhole um amc fix your shit but getting there it was fun i there was one thing that kind of surprised me um so it wasn't a bigger theater there was lots of seats but on the website a lot of the seats were unavailable. Um, they weren't marked as unavailable as in like, you can't get these because of COVID or anything. They were just marked as unavailable because someone got them. Uh, I got there and there were a lot of seats empty. Um, someone I, I someone that was sitting next to me came in like 30 minutes late to the movie. And I, I had, it was fine for me because I just had more space. No one was around me. It was a big theater. I had a perfect seat in the middle. Um, saw the whole thing and... You know, just the, the sounds were hitting right on both sides. It was it was a good experience. I'm glad. And I'm glad no one was around me because I didn't want to be around people. That's I wanted awesome. to enjoy that by my dog. That's awesome. Um, I was, my experience was actually the exact opposite. 
Um, I arrived about 25 minutes early because I just assumed it was going to take me a long time to get there. And I realized um, the highways are open now where I live because before they were closed. So I got to the movie theater like eight minutes. I was 25 minutes early. I got, we had like a signed seating or whatever like when you buy your ticket. Same here. Yep. And then somebody else came in. I'm in the top left corner. Another guy comes in. I'm 25 minutes early just chilling. He sits down right next to me. So this entire theater is wide open. It's me and this other dude because that's his seat and he's 25 minutes early too. So I sat next to this dude for like 15 minutes in awkward silence. Just like... You guys didn't talk no, once? No, um, talk, no. Not, you messed up. Okay. You did mess up. Hear me out. I, I, Hear me out. <laughs> I saw him open his phone and he had a cat girl background. I'm like, nah. Like, nah. <laughs> no. Nope. You, you nope. made the right play. Yeah, I was like, nope. Like, um... We're on two different wavelengths in terms of our enjoyment of anime. So I thought that was like really funny that he just sat next to me for like, it was probably like 12 minutes in dead silence before. But we, I was in like a really, really small theater, probably the smallest one they had, probably like 60 people, but it was pretty enjoyable. Um, I do have like a really funny moment at the end of the movie that we'll talk about during our discussion that I thought was just, I started cracking up there at the end, but... Uh, that was our experience, but now we're actually going to get to the good stuff. We're going to talk about the actual movie itself. So before we jump in, uh, spoilers again, that we will be talking about stuff that happened in the manga, because I think that's a very important, um, like content, maybe flaw difference that we call this progressive that differs from the manga. So just a heads up ahead. If you are planning on reading the manga, we will be talking about that. And I think. I would like to start with that because has you brought this up when we were talking before we started recording and it caught me off guard. Like it honestly blew me away. Cause I didn't hear anything about this until right now that the manga, the whole point of like the progressive was like the retelling it's slower pace, more the content that was missed in the original. We can probably catch it here and they flipped the story of the actual manga. So has I want you and Pat, since you guys are the, the the knowledgeable ones of the manga source, can you kind of explain the differences that you saw in the manga compared to what we saw in the movie? Uh, Pat, would you like to start? Or? I I don't care. Yeah, sure. Why not? I'll start. Um, yeah. So um, I don't know Has is the one who definitely has more of an uh, a stronger opinion on this, but yeah, there, you know, uh, I hope most people that are coming to listen to this, uh, have also seen the movie or are going to, um, but that character at the, at the beginning, uh, me too, I believe her name is, uh, in the, in the show, uh, or in me, the movie. Me too, me is me, her real me name. Too me is her real name. Mito in, 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 in the, uh, in Aincrad, right. Um, yeah, she doesn't exist <laughs> in the manga. She is not yeah. a, in a single page of the manga she is not a character which nowhere to be found so yeah so like again my whole experience with the movie the first like 30 minutes was like who the fuck is this you know i was like who is this character like when do we ever get to meet i was like i know i haven't read progressive manga in like months or, or years it had been years since i read it but like who is this so, so that's the the big one that stuck out to me that was the big difference for me has I think you brought up a couple more that I didn't even really notice or think about uh if you want to talk about those well um there's a there's a difference in so the first thirty minutes you get a lot of um the real world before they get into s a o uh, which is good for characterizing who asana is along with this new character mito um which i I think most people who read 
SAO Progressive would assume that Mito is just a stand-in for another character that appears later in the story, as I did. Um, I'm not sure if that was the same for you, Pat. But I thought that was just a stand-in to bring her early into the story. There are some differences in characterization, though. One, the first 30 minutes happens in exactly 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. In 18 pages. Yeah, um, <laughs> a they, lot less pages. <laughs> it's also not real. It's all a nightmare of her remembering. We start in SAO in the progressive manga. Um, not only that, the Asuna in um, the Asuna that we see in the movie is a straight A student, much more closer to her SAO counterpart than progressive. Um, she's a little. Um, ignorant to what games are. She plays with Mito um, because Mito got her into fighting games. SAO being the accurate predictor of the future it is, recognized that Tekken 7 will be relevant in I thought that was a cool. I thought that was cool. <laughs> that was really cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, but that's not really how she is in the manga. In the manga, although it's not explicitly stated, it is implied that she looks down on people who play video games in public. But in private, she played them on her own time. She was afraid of ever getting caught doing it. And now that she's stuck in SAO, it's like her whole fear is her image being destroyed, how her mother's going to look at her. Um, stigma. The that stigma around like... being a player and how it contrasts with what her mother wants for her. Also, father's not really present like it is in the, in the manga. Um, her brother's not present. That whole experience at school not there um so that was that was a major difference do, do i think it was necessarily a negative no i think a lot of the problems i don't th think any of the problems come from the way that things were changed except one which we'll get to later um but i do think if you went into this expecting progressive this progressive you're getting uh not that really you're getting a third adaptation did um did the change at all? Uh, I guess, I guess I, I'm this. I'm gonna assume, but I'm guessing you went into it assuming it was going to be like the manga. You started watching it, you realized that that wasn't the case. Did that negatively affect like how you viewed the movie, or were you able to still like enjoy it for what it was? Um, for me, again, I was just like, oh, they added a character, or oh, they're changing like some of the order of the story but again for me i i guess i had just really forgotten so much of progressive because when i was just looking back before the show it was a completely different tone it was a completely different um I, I, again just vibe of asana and kirito uh in in the manga which of course maybe it's not perfectly similar to the light novels but i would assume it is i'd assume it's closer to the light novels than this movie was almost certainly um so yeah i i don't know i was able to put it aside though honestly again you know again the first 30 minutes to me and i guess this is more my in general review of the show but i or the movie uh, rather but i thought the first 30 minutes or so was a bit slow a little bit long but that also might have just been me being very you know i've already seen sao six times like i've read progressive like get to something new you know because it felt which of course it was all new in hindsight but but, you know, I was just sitting there wanting them to get into the game, wanting to see how they change the appearance of the game or the what, the sequence of the events that build up to the uh, the first floor raid. You know, like, that's 
I think that I was just getting a little impatient, but I, I don't think it really impacted my my view that much, like in a negative light at all, because I don't know about you guys, but I thoroughly had a really, really good time throughout the movie. I was I was engaged and I was very upset that it was already over once it was done. Like I, I wanted more and I hate that it's going to be a movie and we have to wait a year for like three to four episodes worth of SAO every year. It's going to suck if they keep doing this. Yeah, for me, I um, I found I could put it aside, but I also found myself questioning a lot of things throughout the story, and it wasn't necessarily a negative. I just I kind of like doing that. I kind of like trying to figure out what was the purpose behind changing this, and at the by the end of it, I kind of understood what they were going for with this movie. Um, I think a lot some of the changes in the beginning were actually really good. Um, SAO Progressive's manga is also built upon. The idea that you know what SAO is. You're very familiar with the story. Um, you know the beginning ins and outs of it. This movie feels more like it's ready to capture a new audience. Um, with the way it presents itself in the beginning. So in Progressive you start in the, mo in the SAO already. Um, far after the announcement about not being able to log out is done. Um, and you get to the action very quick. In this one, there's like this whole sequence of like creating a character. And it, it's actually very well done. I think it was a lot so of... cool. Oh my God. I that was loved really it. well done. Really well done. It was done. so well animated. Like seeing her like be able yeah. to figure out how to navigate the, the menus and stuff. Oh, yeah. I, was just, I was loving it. I oh. was, I was, I loved it. And it, and it was at that point that I realized this is almost like the final response to a lot of the criticism. I think like, that's a really good example of how they respond to criticism. Like, how does all these systems work? We're, they're never explained. This is a bad game and system. A lot of those systems are explained a lot more thoroughly. Um, and, like, the Nerve Gear technology is at least presented more thoroughly throughout this story. I think a lot of the changes were good. Um, I just think the naming definitely threw me off. But it was still a good standalone product. I think it was still... A good movie it was a great movie i loved it had lots of fun yeah i guess i feel bad for the people who are like man this really resonated with me i'm gonna go out and buy the manga what chapter do i need to start at and it's like actually you just start with chapter one because it's yeah. completely different than what you saw because that character is not in the manga and, I'm, and I, that's like kind of what i feel bad for it's just like oh um i guess you have to do like a whole different, I guess it's like what you are expecting and then what you're getting were like two different things. And I feel like that could, I think some people could see that as like a pretty big negative, to be honest. 100%. 100%. Yeah, I don't know though. I, if you, if you can't fathom the idea of having to reread like an extra volume of like what manga or light novel because you'd rather pick up where it left off, like, I don't know, then you're, I think you're being a bit picky. You know, like, I don't know. To me, I enjoyed this. Be and then I said to myself, I'm going to go back and re-progress it today. I don't well, care. What if you, like, really like Mito's character? And then you pick up the manga and she's just not there. Like, is, oh, well, th is that is that movie. petty? To, like, <laughs> go see go see the no. movie in a, in a year. <laughs> I but I, 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 will, I will say this, Pete. I, I do very much feel you on that because uh, I was telling Pat this before. This movie, I think SAO... At least in the West, I can't speak for how it's received in the East and the way the fandom works over there. It's massive. I think a lot of S yeah, yeah. I think a lot of Sao fans in the West know that Progressive exists. I don't think any of them have ever read it. I think a lot of people know it exists, 
and enjoy the idea of it and are waiting because progressive isn't like pushed right we're still getting sao Correct. seasons of the original adaptation yeah it, it, finding i only i don't find progressive in my barnes and noble when i go i found it on amazon you know um so it definitely sucks because i feel like having progressive in the name will definitely mislead a few people at least in the west um i think in a week or two, when we get some reviews from the East, we might hear a lot of shit about the way it was adapted. Yeah, I, I'm very intrigued to see, because there's a lot of people just like, it differs from the source material. Like, why call this an adaptation of Progressive when it's essentially mm -hmm. an original? Like, that, I guess it's, it's from like, like a, I guess like a technical standpoint. To me, it, I, yeah. it did not matter at all. I'm just, I can see people, like, what if you bought Haikyuu and then in the manga they're playing baseball? It's just like, like, yeah. what, like, this isn't what I signed up for. Like, I can honestly see people being like, I really enjoyed Mito as a character. I want to see mm -hmm. what happens, blah, 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 blah. And then just picking it up and realizing that she's no, no she's not even not. in the manga. But it does, it does seem like in the movie, she kind of, they, they kind of like shoo her away. And it, it really yeah. is the Asuna Kirito story. So... You know, I'm being a little nitpicky, but, like, I could, I, I yeah, guess yeah. it's just, like, the idea that you call this progressive and it's not progressive is kind of just, like, uh, like, I, I don't know, it, it, like, raises the alarm, but, like, it doesn't, like, ruin anything. What are you saying, yeah, Pat? It does, yeah. It does. I, yeah, so I, I think it is completely fair to say that it's not exactly progressive, but I still think it is enough of progressive to call it that, for one, and then, two... What's gonna sell? What's gonna get people to go see this movie? If it, it uh, is it if it's I mean I guess it's Sao so it sells itself enough. I, I think the name. But sells like itself. for the but for the name, progressive. I mean that's why you went and saw you wouldn't have seen this. You know like like if it wasn't progressive, which is supposed to be better Sao, maybe oh, you would have. A but like uh, a normal yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, a normal person of your opinion about Sao, not someone who has to run a podcast and. You know, wants all them, all those good impressions. By the way, don't worry, we don't, we don't all hate Sao here. Yeah, I Some guess of I, us love it. Yeah, I guess like uh, as Pat loves and reads like Progressive, I dropped Alicization, so like that's kind of our differences in terms of where we stand on Sao. Right, but like you'll look at Progressive and say to yourself, "Oh, well, you know what? I enjoyed the first arc. Oh, absolutely. And I want to see if Progressive is actually as good as it says it is, mm -hmm. or I want to use that name. So that's why I think." Maybe I'm just putting my little marketing cap on. Yeah. But like, uh, <laughs> like, this is why I think part of that is why it was still named SAO Progressive. And then they mm -hmm. added on the extra Aria of the Starlet Night or Starless Night, whatever it is. Um, but I also think it's still enough of Progressive mm -hmm. in like the ideology behind like what happens in the movie, in the movie, like the way that it is clearly meant to be a retelling of the original, a it clearly meant to be the original but told in a better in better pacing with better uh character development moments better everything that you know is one of the, the main complaints that are in prevalent in the first sao are pretty much removed in my opinion in this movie uh mm. i think there's one scene that still exists in this movie which uh i guess it just has to happen is it the bath uh, scene it doesn't it doesn't no 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 that, that's no, a no, crazy okay. thing the bath scene it's done very. It's an here. is an improvement in this compared to progressive. In my and granted, I'm a very hateful person of a lot of like fan service and scenes yeah, where it doesn't it. need to be. I you know it has loves it. So, but like 
in the manga, and this is Hazard. I got into a heated debate before this. We're not going to do it here, but <laughs> in the that's manga, good content though. <laughs> in the it was, manga, it was a... no, it's not good content. We it's promise. not. We're not, not even going to say what the, we're not, not going to say what the argument if was. You want, it's... If you want to have this argument with us, come join our Discord. Great stick plug, Pat. Thanks, Pat. Uh, there we go. Um, yeah, no, it's come come join us and talk about it. But in the manga, the bat scene is. Uh, very anime, very bath scene in an anime, right, you know, like in scene. very bath scene in an anime, if you can catch my drift. Um, in this, it's not at all. Like it's a, it's, it, and I think that the same thing happens. Like a good example is in the first 15 fucking seconds of the movie, you see Asuna start to take off her nightgown and you're just, you roll your eyes. You're like, Oh God, I didn't expect the theater to get this uncomfortable already. <laughs> and, but then it cuts away and it's like, Oh, so they teased the fan service, but then didn't do it and didn't make us uncomfortable. They do the same thing in the bath scene, in my opinion, especially compared to what's in the progressive manga. Um, so yeah, this is longer than I thought we'd talk about. It, but yeah, it, it, it's just, I, I think it was so well done. But it's not the bath scene that I hated, to bring this all the no. way back. Yeah, let's transition to the things that we liked and didn't like about the movie. So we well, let's, should we start with the beginning and move forward from there? Because I we did touch on the beginning a little, but we didn't yeah. really... Yeah, sure. Why right, not? Yeah, so that. we can come back, come back yes. to the scene that we really didn't like. Um, yeah, yeah. Which I even then I didn't hate it. But yeah, continue, go ahead, Has. What, what was your? What do you think about the first part of the movie? So in the beginning, um, we get Asuna outside of uh, Sao before she gets in it, and I love that. I, I loved Sao when it was outside, seeing the people as people outside of the game, um, and who they were. We Asuna meets Mito. Um, they're the top scholars of their class. Um, Asuna clearly has some strained home life with the expectations given on her by her mother. Um, she seems to, uh, rather talk, would rather talk to her father and brother, but they're always gone, it seems, on business trips, or the father favors the brother, um, and being, like, closer to them. Um... And, you know, it, it's very well done. I think the characterization is super good. There was a, a little confusing um, part where Asuna, uh, like I said, plays Tekken 7. Um, and in the moment, I thought Asuna was, you know, my favorite character in all of video games, or in all of anime, because she knew how to play Tekken, right? Turns out, it was the only game she knew how to play, which is cleared up later. Um, and it was introduced to her by Mito. Um, but I thought it was really well done. I thought the characterization was great. I thought Mito's introduction and the dynamic they have, um, where at like the end of the class, um, you know, they, they seem to be very distant. And up until the very last moment, you would think Asuna doesn't like Mito because she has the number one spot. Um, and mm. therefore, you know, is in the way of her essentially being what her mother wants her to be. But they end up being friends, and I really like that. Um, who bond over this, you know, tertiary um, thing that is games. Yeah, there was a specific scene that I really like. It's just it was like really minor in like a second, but it's just like when Austin is like leaving the classroom and she goes one way, and Mito goes the other. Like I thought that was just like really subtle, like visual storytelling of like how they view each other as like, like the, the, it wasn't like harmful or anything like that. It's just like. We're just different people and we'll go our separate ways type of thing. But then you see it like on the rooftop, they're playing Tekken. And to me, 
as somebody who did not read the manga, I thought the beginning was really well done. It established, like, Asuna and Mito as characters. And I was really looking forward to seeing, like, their relationship, um, like, inside of the game when they actually found each other. So, uh, Pat, how about your thoughts? Uh, yeah, so I, I'd agree that I thought the beginning was very good. I already kind of talked about this earlier, but I thought it was a little bit slow. But again, I think that that was me being antsy and just wanting to, like, I don't know. Part of me, I love that they're going slow. But the other part of me just hates that it's a movie, and I know that, like, I knew it was going to end with the the scene of them reaching the second floor, you know? Like, I knew that that was coming, so I, I almost, like, wanted them to hurry up and get past that, but, you know, we ran out of, you ran out of time, but, um, I I especially liked Arya, or, not Arya, fuck me, um, yeah, Mitz, uh, so Mito, me uh, God, I'm so bad with names, if you couldn't tell. Uh, I, I didn't... Uh, I, I really liked the scene where she and Asuna kind of, like, have that, like, glance at each other, and then suddenly it cuts to them on the roof, because it's like... Or they, she does, like, a little, like, head head tilt, whatever, like, like come on, we're going to our spot. And I thought that was great. Uh, I do think uh, the scenes were a little Yuri Beatty, a little bit. A little bit, yeah. A little Love Yuri Beatty, uh, which was not my favorite thing ever. But you know what? You can also be intimate and close with friends. So it's not like that. It wasn't like offensively like citrus level Yuri Beatty yeah. or something like that. You know, like oh, or um, it definitely wasn't that bad. But a couple scenes where I was just like, damn, like, are they trying to? Well, there were scenes where it was like, oh. Are they trying to make her a lesbian love interest for Asuna? Like, you know, like, or, or build up to that. Like, but no, it's, it's very clear that they're friends and that she's just, at least so far, at least it's pretty clear. Um, so I didn't mind it too much, but that was definitely a, something I noticed. I don't know. I, I'm glad to hear that I wasn't just being paranoid mm-hmm. or like, <laughs> like a hair tying scene, like the yeah. lean in got, and it's like. We got really oh. close to each other. So I was like, I, I was like, kissed. oh, damn. Yeah. Yeah. Like, seriously, like where was, where'd that come from? But. You know what? Sometimes you just got to kiss the homies while you do their hair. Exactly. Guess, right? Yep. Um, <laughs> there was also just um, the theater thing. Um, in the beginning, uh, they say hello, good morning and hello a lot. And so, like, we started saying Ohio <laughs> after, like, the fifth one. In your together. theater? In my theater. Because <laughs> that was, there was, like, the, the scene where, like, they say Ohio, 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 Ohio in the fucking classroom because it's like yeah. five people all saying hi to each other and we were just in tears. It was it was great. It was a good movie theater moment. If, if you guys didn't know, Haz is from New York City and that is the most New York City theater experience <laughs> you could ever have. Um, God, they, my my mother uh, told me stories about times that she's gone to movies there and it's just like, yeah, they people will talk to the movie while you're watching Ohio. it and that's so foreign at least to me and my oh if someone said ohio the theater i'd be like yo shut the fuck up (laughs) yeah um i feel bad laughing too loud or chuckling even you know like we were having a ball in mine uh which sounds awesome it does it's just it's just funny to uh that i knew i was like this is so on brand for you uh or for your location um but yeah so i guess that's like the first arc is the pre-game you know the pre-game stuff now we're getting into the nitty the nitty-gritty the uh the buzzer has gone off, the clock has started, and they are in SAO. The scene still gave me goosebumps when they were like being told uh they uh oh by the way, there's no log out, like stuff like that. Like that scene I thought was super great. There were little like t- uh Easter eggs, like what's her name? That that chick who tries to 
kill silica or whatever in that yeah. uh the, the red-haired girl you could mm -hmm. see her in the corner obviously they show silica they didn't show lisbeth best girl which was a little annoying but um you know they showed uh Egil and obviously even klein Kirito. klein my boy kirito yes they show uh they show like everybody you know they show most of the cast so i thought that that was really fun um but even then like the the delivery was still there too which is like again one of the coolest scenes it's just like oh yeah by the way you die here, you die in real life. And they even went into more detail, like showing like news reports and stuff from like the outside world of yeah. uh, these poor people whose parents took their headsets off of them or whatever, which is just, it's so scuffed to imagine. Like, can you, can you imagine you don't even get killed in the game? Uh, you just die because your parents are impatient or, or think that you're ignoring them or whatever. I don't know. I just thought that was, it, it's a, it's a harrowing thought to have. Um, what about you guys? What do you think about like the, the mid part? Yeah, there was one scene specifically that, like, I really like the subtle stuff that they do. Um, it's when they get, when, like, Asa can't log out, and then they get teleported, and Mito's just, like, forced teleportation? Like, I, I like, like, it kind of, like, shifted the tone in her voice, and just, like, really minor stuff like that, like, you can tell something was, like, if you were brand new to the series, like, you could tell immediately, like, something's wrong, like not just like a glitch in the system where you can't log off. It's like something's going on. And then I really like the scene where it's like the warning sign and then just like spreads to like the entire yeah. like orb of warning signs. And then the the GM pops up and really little cool thing I like about MMOs is that GMs and MMOs like to troll the shit out of their players. And the fact that the GM is just like 900 feet tall and is the biggest dude is, like, a really subtle nod to, like, what GMs do in MMOs. Because, like, in WoW, they would just, like, oh, you know that world boss that takes, like, 100 people to kill? We're just going to put it into the town square and have everybody kill the kill everybody in the city. Like, they do crazy stuff like that. And I just really liked, like, the GM of SAO was the GM. And I was like, this is a great subtle nod to MMOs. Has how about you? Um, I, I, I really enjoyed this part. Uh... There's a bit that we kind of skipped over that I'm going to go over. I really liked when Asuna just started yelling Mitsumi's full fucking government. And, like, she jumps out and, like, <laughs> what the fuck so is good. wrong with you? <laughs> and, and then they, everyone in my theater just started dying when she did the voice changer thing. So, she's... she's Mito joins the game as a man and sounds like a man. And then she, there's, like, a voice change, turns it off, and it's like, no, it, it's me, Mito. It's like... Oh, it was and it was Asana great. not getting it even after Asana's that. Just not like, getting what? It. She's no. like, wait, what the hell? No, you're not. You're not. Yeah, you don't look the same. My friend isn't an ugly bastard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, it it was uh it was so great too. To um, I, again, like they don't in the original show, they don't really address that until I think when Asuna and Kirito are sitting there dead, like watching Einkrad fall. Kirito's mm -hmm. like, oh, by the way, yeah, my Kirito's not my real name, and Asuna's yeah. like what the hell like really like well what is it um <laughs> like i don't know so i thought that that was yeah. fun that she's learning and they, they address they, that they address a lot they also address that the training that asana goes through is far better than the training that klein goes through in explaining yes. the systems <laughs> so so yeah. klein in the original sao was told move your body go and it automatically finishes it for you they explain in in this version, um, Mito explains to Asuna that there are three three types of moves in the game. There's off board skills, um, 
or like essentially skills that are free form um, that use more of your own athletic ability um, that you can create by essentially starting the assist um, for a skill and then moving as you do. They have the assist skills, which are like the linears that we uh, see throughout the show. Um, and they don't ever touch on like original skills or anything like that. Original skills are now called off-brand skills and everyone could do them. So in the original SAO, it was just Kirito was the only person who had one original skill and that was Starburst Stream. Um, and in this one, they explained that anyone could do it, just need to make it yourself. And I really like that um, because it helps explain a lot of the mechanics and why the fuck aren't other people doing this. And now... In this version, other people are doing it. Other people are making Starburst streams um, out of linears and shit. Yeah, um, and I really like that. I like, too, that the way she explains the moves is like, and they foreshadow this in the movie, or they at least justify the fact that she's able to do this. Uh, you know, uh, she's like, hey, you can use your own athletic ability to enhance or to to pilot this move and make it better which she does, you know, she makes it faster or whatever. And it's like, it's proven, it's already shown in the movie uh, that, hey, Asuna and, and her friend, they're both good athletes, you know, like they're both really, really good athletes. And so it makes sense that they're able to figure this out or, well, I guess that she already knew it, but Asuna is able to figure it out and adapt in the same way that she's very smart in the, uh, and shown to be smart and capable of learning. So it makes sense that she picks up on things so quickly. Um, there are a lot of times where in this movie it hints or shows things like that that then are referenced later on, which I I loved it. Again, it's like, oh my god, I'm watching SAO and I'm not wondering what the hell is going on or why is why did this scene happen or or I'm like not sitting here going, oh, the critics are gonna like say where you know that's unrealistic or something like. No, it felt completely realistic to me at least throughout the whole movie. Um, and and like Pete was saying too, I think this movie and in the beginning you see it a lot. Very well done, subtle storytelling in the way people are. Um, and we'll get to uh, there are more scenes later on after this point, but there's a lot of just like you know voice change, like voice inflection changes, little head nods, little faces. Um, but there are also um, lots of one to one scenes. Specifically, the intro sequence. Even the person who starts the the giant like breakdown of everyone like realizing is Silica, the same as it was in Sao. Um, and it's it's a lot of fan service too, and I, I really like that. Um, it it's not done. It's not fan service. Two guys. The two guys. Yeah, the two guys. Like, so, you're you're not a girl. Like, they're still wearing it, the. Girl. He's just like Arch. You. He says something like, I thought you said you were 17 or something like that. Yeah. It's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, and it's like and that happens in the original one, but they aren't, they aren't focused on in this one. They're just like, you know, in the background. and that's, So that's, again, a fun nod that's good to see. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, Taz. No, like it's a, fine. And if you, that, that's a good point. If you know Japanese, there, was, there had to be funnier jokes there. Because in my theater, people started laughing before that was said and like subtitled there was something else being said in the background that was dumb funny to everyone who could speak japanese because there were lots of asian people there um so if you know some japanese that shit might be fucking hilarious um but yeah i that, that was a fun scene too so um i guess the next part would be the after realizing that we 
are now trapped in a game. The grind. Like, the grind begins. The, grind. Yeah. the fucking grind. I'd say like the middle the middle chunk of the movie is the way I, I think. Because I think it breaks up pretty well into three acts. Like the pre, pre-game and then the very launch. And then the middle, uh, you know, the 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 true original story part basically where it's like it takes like you know the scene where asana gets saved by kirito it still happens but it happens differently in the movie mm-hmm. right because of the original story that's being written with uh um uh, me too and it's uh i I, th- I think that's a part and then the final part is obviously then the raid prep and the raid itself like i think it, i think it splits up into three good parts so the the second part to me i thought was uh Probably the strongest part of the movie to me. I, I don't know. I interesting. I was, I I because I I loved it. I thought it was really cool to see them grinding and see, uh, the way the uh, Asuna was learning what was going on still and, um, oh hey, traps are dangerous. Look out for them. You know, like be aware. Like, um, and then they show literally three guys just get you know yeah goblin goblin slayered into fucking into death that was great can i ask you guys a question since you guys are more sao experts than me in the original sao do they do they mention that like the monsters are like finite like there's only like you can only earn a a limited amount of xp because like once a monster is killed they just don't respawn because i don't Um, remember that they mentioned they do in the first one because they mentioned specifically quest they mentioned yeah. that quests are finite, um, but also they mentioned later on in SAO um, that quests are randomly generated um, throughout this thing. So it's like specific, I guess, the base set of quests that are in SAO were in the beta um, and it was the same generation. So people knew where to go for the good quest. But then after that, it's like every man for themselves. Right. And people lose. That's like the whole thing about like information being wrong. Um, in terms of monsters, I don't know if they were specifically said to be finite. Because um, they said it in the movie. They, and it's it, like it's like the one... This is not... I'm going to say this. It does not affect my score at all. This is just me nitpicking as like an MMO player. Where she's like, resources are the most valuable thing in MMOs. Which is true. But she's like, we have to go grind like right now. Because the monsters don't respawn. I'm like... You're following so many MMO tropes. Like, why that one? Like, why change that trope? Like, why change it where it's, like, the resources are finite because, like, that's not true in, like, most MMOs? So I was, like, I was a they, little, like, like hold on, what? I thought, so I I, I know what you're talking about because that's when it gets to the, uh, like, the training field. And that's when they, like, like the, 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 the scene happens and they're, like, we have to go right now. Like, it's a race yeah. for resources. So I think the... I don't think it was that it was finite uh, because they explain it more when they get there. Um, and it's just that there were so many people it, and it is like MMO it, when it's like, I, I can see how you could take that. But later on when they get there, she explains that the reason we're not near the town right now is because there's so many people there. It's going to take forever to level up because they're that killing all the mobs. That makes sense. So okay. That's, that's what, that's what, that's why Mito takes her all the way far away gotcha. instead of keeping them around. Okay. That because, makes way more sense. Do, do yeah. you remember in new world where, when there was that stupid quest <laughs> oh, d- uh, d- d- to kill? You think that to... was bad? Play classic world of Warcraft, trying to kill a level right. one boar for yeah. 45 minutes. Yeah. And basically they trying... were new worlding it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah just yeah. trying to make a good analogy because I remember the one specific miner from the nobody could kill that corrupted everyone was sitting in this little mine shaft 
waiting for this dude to spawn Fun. for 20 minutes and whoever killed them just was able to leave yeah. and then everyone I, else was just stuck yeah, standing there. I remember there. that. <laughs> That's kind <laughs> of what they, yeah, you, the specific one because it's like a level 15 quest so it's really early in the game. I hope someone else can relate to beyond you guys too to this because otherwise it's bad content. I but, think MM, like, I think MMO players in general know exactly yeah. like yeah, that's waiting fair. 45 minutes to kill a level 3 boar quest or gathering 6 nuts off the ground and there's yeah. only like 7 yeah. nuts total, yeah. Yeah, and so that's why she was also rushed because she said they're eventually gonna find people are eventually gonna leave and try to find yeah. new places to farm and they'll find that place that she took that Mito took her yeah, to. Yeah, Mito's the best character yeah. just because of that then. So to me, I remember specifically in the first scene or in the first episode of the original series, he uh, he does tell Klein, like, yeah, there's um limited quests, that's the big one that has already mentioned. But I also think he just mentions that, like, you know, when everyone is out there trying to to farm, resources are not going to be as easy to find. Like, so that's why it's important to get that head start so that you can always be in the in the areas that are rich rather than the areas that are looted clean or already at the you know the tipping or breaking point where resources are so dark or, or grim. I, I suppose maybe that's neither word is a good way to put it, but you know what I mean, like where resources are drained there we go that's better way this so this ahead. is a testament to the fact that like uh, i know p has this issue and a lot of people have this issue because we had this debate in the discord once where like it's just one of those things where if you watch sao they said this but not really right it's like they kind of half said it and then left a, enough room for interpretation to it's like there are limited fucking mobs what type of and that's why so many people say sao is like as a game is shitty um and this is they do a lot of clearing that up in this they don't really change any of the things that they said in sao they just add enough to where you don't say this is fucking stupid yeah, anymore there's actually one as for nitpicking that there's one thing that i absolutely love as an mmo player is that asana when they're showing like her skills and stuff uses the same skill all the time like that makes perfect sense because she's like mm -hmm. level three and i was like it's like she doesn't have this arsenal of skills. It's like she has auto attack and then she has like jab or something. Yeah. yeah. I was like, that's just like, it, it's little things like that that make me, it's like why I love like uh, Log Horizon so much is because they do like those little things so much. I thought it was showcased very well in this movie. I was a, I was a very big fan of like the actual MMO aspect of um, what they were showing me in this world. Um, there was also after the grind, they, this is sort of not the climax of the movie. This is more the climax of Asuna's characterization or like, in my opinion, where, um, they go on a quest, uh, to, and they're near a rocky like mountainside and there are these monsters that I don't remember the name of. Nepithins? Nepithins. That's what they're called. Um, and there are these plant monsters and... Mito is telling um, Asuna. Also, we didn't. Okay, this is an important thing that we kind of skipped over. Whoopsies. I want to bring this up now. Mito uh, is a beta tester. Not only a beta tester, Mito in the first 10 minutes of the movie explicitly loses to Kirito at being the best um, yeah. beta tester by like half a fucking second um, and is distraught. Um, so she's a beta tester, so she's leading Asuna um, and, like, explaining all these things to her. They get to this part, 
Um, and I wanted to know, like, so so what did you guys think about this part? Because it, it's essentially the climax of Asuna's characterization and explains how she is for the rest of progressive Arya, right? So I, I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah. So I, I liked it. So if you're talking about the scene where Asuna dies, uh, that, well, that, yeah, that, that maybe that's my one complaint about this is it's like, man, they really tried to build the suspense and the tension that yeah. Asuna was going to die. And it's like, all right, we, we know that that's what you got to do. And there's new viewers. But holy shit, it's like so obvious that, well, honestly, both, uh, uh, what's her name? Mitu uh, or Mito had so many death flags. So, so, All of them. so All many death flags. Yeah, if like her flag breaks, I'd be fucking. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, good callback there. She, that, she had every death flag going for her. So I expected when she ran off that she was just gonna fucking bite the dust because for one, she was low health, and also just like I don't know, I was like expecting her to die because I was like, I don't expect her to be like a mainstay in the series because again, she did not exist <laughs> until this movie. So. Um, I don't know. I thought it was cool to see because I, I didn't love how Asuna immediately jumped to this person hates me or this person chose yep. loot, loot over me. But I can, you know, but we also have a little bit more of an omnis omnipresent perspective, I suppose. So that's why maybe we'd think that way. And well, she's also, Asuna also doesn't know not, shit about games. Yeah, right? she doesn't know anything about MMOs. So it. it that, that's kind of why I, I feel you on that too. I felt that same way. I'm like, damn, that's a really violent reaction. But it's like, oh, if you don't know shit about what's going on, that bitch yeah. just left you for dead over a sword. Yeah, but then Kirito comes in and kind of like is like, oh wait, and probably recognizes who the character is. By the way, like it's kind of shown implied that he's like, did in that scene where they're talking while they're walking to the forgery, he, she's like, oh, it's a person with a scythe and like whatever. He yeah. clearly knew who who it was, right? And so he knew uh that she was a good person at heart or good intentions at heart and probably told and that's probably one of the reasons why he told austin like hey but you know you know the person who who you know who she is by who she is when she's not uh put in that super stressful situation you think that this game shows the true side of people i think it shows the bad side or the the uh how like i think like in moments of great duress, it shows the worst side of someone rather than like the best. It doesn't show; it's not necessarily their true self. It's how they reacted. I I, I really like that scene. Uh, I guess that's more the climax of this arc than than anything else. But um, I really I, I thought it was pretty well handled overall. I mm -hmm. thought her development. Uh, I thought Mito or uh, Mito deciding or not deciding to give up, but kind of like just caving to it and rather than watching her friend die she looks away and just runs off like i i thought that's like that's really shitty and we'd all love to say that we wouldn't do the same thing but at the end of the day we'll never know because we're never hopeful. oh if that was has in that situation i'd be like peace dude i'm going this way like <laughs> well that that's why it's like same, so she yeah, it, yeah, and it's not yeah, even yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not even like <laughs> oh i was staring at her in the eyes it's like i would have to fight through a hundred mobs with my like little tiny sliver of health and most likely she's going to be dead before yeah I there's there nothing anyways. she could have done there's yeah. nothing she could have done so it's like all right i don't blame her for running and clearly asana I'm glad by the end of the movie, it's kind of shown that she's forgiven her or at least like 
doesn't hold a grudge towards her, which is nice. Um, I I don't know. I I thought that, that whole arc was done extremely well because it gives Asuna, you know, again, so like Asuna learns and becomes a capable person through Arya or not Arya. I did it again. Um, Mito. There you go. Uh, it would make so much sense if her name was Arya. I'm sorry. It would. It's, no. It would make it a would, whole lot of sense. I, I, yeah, but I love it. musical references in names. Okay. It is good. It is good. Um, but like, so it, anyways, Mito teaching Asuna makes it make sense that for one, she survived the first like two weeks of the game. And also then her being on her own, being saved by Kirito. That's how she gets introduced to him. Uh, which is how it is in the original story too, of course. Um, and I, I, I don't know. I just liked their development as two characters. Uh, like they, uh, you know, him. St they still had the cream scene, you know, with the 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 shitty bun and the and the cream. Like that's a good way to, um, to, to call back to the original without being too boring or sappy or whatever. It's like no, that was like one of the good scenes, right? Like, and then they added it. They added the bath scene which again was like tastefully done because it's like oh haha -ha, she just really wants a good shower but like it also isn't done in a fan servicey way or too fan servicey a way that it's distracting and it's like yeah that's how people their age would react in that kind of a situation too like they would they'd both be a little nervous they'd both be a little yeah especially someone like Kirito who's clearly not a socialite he's a you know a, a gamer <laughs> to put it in the most blunt correct way, right? term like, in this situation he is a gamer, and that's why he's clearly uncomfortable, and maybe not uncomfortable, but uh, unfamiliar with how to interact with her in so many of the scenes. He's trying to, he's trying to be this confident, you know, like, oh yeah, like, uh, it, again, it's well, something that has and I disagree on. Yeah. Think, you think, like, Kirito's a Chad, right? Like, I think he's pretending to be one, or trying to be one, because that's what he sees as, like, comforting, or what someone would want to see, right? But it's mm -hmm. obvious that he's not that comfortable. I, I think at least. I, I think it's you know when it, both, most of the early scenes when he's with Asuna, he can't even look her in the eye because he's yeah. so like nervous and uncomfortable. And I, I like that by the end he's confident enough to. Uh, of course, this is going on to the third arc, but like he's confident enough to like smile yeah, yeah. at her and be like, "Don't worry, I got. I'll, I'll take one for the team for you." And then keep going up the stairs and or, or whatever and. Um, but yeah, I, I don't want to move on to the third arc yet. Without... Yeah, that, that's final arc. Pete, your take on Asuna's death, essentially. Yeah, so I thought that was really well done. I thought, like, the the conundrum of, like, do I try to, like, do I sacrifice myself to maybe save my friend? Or do I just leave and, like, secure the dub for myself? And I thought that was really well done. My biggest, man, I really didn't like, like, afterwards. Like, it, it's it's really, it's it's a, it's a really hard conundrum for me because I don't really know how I else I would have done it because mm -hmm. I just didn't like it because I just, like, you could just message her and be like, yo, I didn't die. Like, and it would sol solve all of this drama. But, like, then, <laughs> but, like, because she didn't do that, she got to, like, progress as, like, a solo player. She got to learn the skills because... She had to rely on herself only, and that's, like, the development she needs in order to become the person that she is later in SAO. So, like, I get that. It's just that I didn't like it. Um, yeah. I, but, like, yeah. I, but I don't know how else I would have done it, so it's, like, I'm just saying something, and I don't have an answer for how else I would have done it. It was just, like, yeah. 
I don't know. I really don't like forced drama. It seems like a little too forced for me, but I understand. I, I don't know. From Asuna's perspective, I'll play a little bit of um, uh, devil's advocate here. From Asuna's perspective, she just got abandoned and left to die by the only person that she considered a friend in the game. How do you, how do you message that person? How do you say... Uh, go to that person and and uh, like I, I I don't know how do you in your own head say oh that person wants to hear from me which of course from our omniscient perspective we know like they would want to hear from you know me, actually obvious. actually now, now here's how I would, how I would have thought about it I I think I would have liked it where it says like that she left the party if she assumed Mito died I think that would have been really good a really cool dynamic of thinking that Mito died and that's why she's not um. Like messaging her or something like that. I guess maybe that's the route I could have went because she doesn't know the game. So like maybe leaving the party means like leaving the game, like you're maybe. dead. Yeah, but, but it, yeah. it, it, it wasn't like yeah. There's very few things I didn't like about this movie. That's just like one of the minor things I didn't like about it. There was just so many more things I liked about this movie than. I didn't like yeah. so. Never thought this day would come. Has oh well, Lord, okay is, for the record. For awesome. the record, I really like the first half of Sal of, of the first season. I re- I honestly think episode one of Sao is one of, if not the best, first episode in anime history. I think most people would agree with that statement. And yeah, guess what? Guess what? Know. This movie kind of showcased great. the first the half first of <laughs> Sal. So. I am yeah. a fan of what I am watching. It's the later parts where I have like the real gripes mm-hmm. about Sao. Yeah, it's okay to be wrong. <laughs> I, I, I'm I, yeah, tell that to its seven point two score. Hey, I, I gave listen, I gave season one a seven on Mal too, so I'm not. <laughs> I guess I've been. There. I, I think it's worse than Mal does. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, that, I can see that. I thought that Asuna's death was done really well i think i think there's a lot in sao in this movie that i think in terms of streamlining the 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 themes and like what you're supposed to be getting from each scene it's done a lot more like this is what it is like the characters talk about it a lot more it's more explicit um but it's not done in like a way that annoys me like i'm a child or some shit um i think the the issue with this scene uh, was that it didn't have that same like explicit moment because m- my whole thing was like the first and and you see it later when Kirito talks we'll talk about it in the third arc obviously um, but this whole thing of like the party member system was presented as this means I'm your friend and then yeah. she left which is essentially I'm not your friend <laughs> yeah that's a, that's a good point too yeah that she you know that, that's what it shown. was. Yeah. It's not shown that there's like a friends list or whatever, which of course there is because it's there, in the original and it and yeah. it's an MMO, so of course it has one. But Asuna doesn't know that she's. Yeah. You, that is a good point. It is introduced to her as uh, this just means oh, we're friends. Th- this means we're friends in the game. So and, screw you, and, Pete. Yeah. Your 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 minor nitpick <laughs> that you don't even care about that much <laughs> is wrong. So there we go. No, that's right. We did it. Has good job. Good job. No. All right. Um, but. <laughs> Yeah, I thought I thought um otherwise it was really good. Uh I thought the fight scene was awesome. I think all the fight scene this was a really good example of the um animation. I think and I was talking to um Pat about this earlier. In SAO in the original, um the swords 
and the way that people fight feel very MMO in the way that they're um, very like straightforward. Asuna, like you said, uses one skill, linear. But she does have the ability to use other things outside of that. Auto attacks are a lot more freeform in SAO um, than they are in like traditional MMOs because you know it's your body. Um, and things about like a rapier, for example, uh, is that it's 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 for noble class. It's for and it's also the style of swordplay is a little cocky. There's a lot of flair to it. Um, Very flair reflect. Like, yeah, which reflects the high status of the people who use it. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that in original SAO, it's more of like strike through, you know, like forward strikes and shit. In this one, it's very like dancey. And I think like the, it, it complements like the site to use that's, it's super spinny. Um, and it just feels like I'm watching a dance of swords almost. You were watching Ruby, watching, yeah. uh, watching Ruby and Weiss like fighting. <laughs> it was almost, yeah. that, that's very reminiscent. It uh, feels shout out Ruby fans. Insanely fluid and like dancey and like it's so good because there's a lot of character in the sword play that I think was absent from the original SAO. Um so I really love the fight scene. And then Kirito coming in. Um I really we all had a fucking laugh in my theater when he couldn't put the sword. That was great. That was a great that was a great <laughs> scene. <laughs> That's my point, though. He's trying to play it cool and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah don't yeah. worry, you're good. Like, you know, I'm, even, I'm good. And then he trips over his shoelace or something. Like, that. that's like the kind of, like, vibe they were going for. And I thought it was great because yeah. it happens multiple times and it's so good. He's, He's sipping like, tea and he can't even, like... <laughs> he doesn't even try to look, you know, though. He tries know, and to and look. Yeah, he like, and then he was like, you know what? I'll see you at town. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. Oh, my God. All right, I, so that's the second arc of the movie, I think. Uh, I think we've covered yeah. most of our thoughts. Although, again, we'll be talking about this, I'm sure, over the next few days as people within our community already uh, go and see it themselves. So please feel free to join the Discord once again to talk about this movie with us. Sick plug, Pat. Thanks, Pat. Moving on to the third arc of the movie, which is basically the raid boss uh, or dungeon, whatever it's called. I, I don't know what the M proper MMO term is for it. But um, I... That this one, it felt the least different from the original, mm -hmm. I think. Which, of course, part of that is because it's like this is like the seminal moment of the first part of SAO, like the first um, arc, let's call it, of the original SAO. So it's hard to change it too much without making the entire story and the following story after it different. Uh, I did like the inclusion of um, Mito in in the sh in in this like oh it it allowed asana to like become you know start to make her her name for herself or whatever um you know like I, her recognizing oh my god is that asana is she alive and then her oh how did she get her fancy sword you know like the you know the cool sick ass rapier that she has like where'd, she, where'd that come from oh it is that rare item that her friend picked up like i don't know i thought the inclusion of mito was really good um i don't love that they didn't take the scene from uh the the progressive manga with uh and this is the scene that i really hated the most it was uh cobol cable cabal it's hot talk about it yeah uh what's cabal. his god what's his cabal it yeah, is cabal it doesn't fucking matter it... his, <laughs> death, his death in 
progressive for people who don't care about spoilers because of course he still does die in progressive but the way he dies in progressive and, is, and this is something that has and i is, talked about it's different how i'm showing it uh his head gets chopped the fuck he off. gets his head I, like sliced in half and he still says to us or kirito like oh save everyone if you can't please but he doesn't he doesn't lay there refuse a potion and and die from like his own like greed or or whatever you want to call it because um someone in my theater said drink the fucking potion <laughs> again new york theaters are so no i want to be a martyr uh yeah and it's so dumb too because it's revealed later that it's like oh hey uh at the he tells like here to like oh damn i was going for the um last hit item I, he wanted the last hit item so that's why he like jumped in and jumped ahead and it's revealed that he was a beta tester too, so he should have known. What, of course, he would have known that the weapon was different, but he didn't care. He wanted to take that risk for the item. But it's like, still, like, fucking take the potion and don't die. I hate that that happens. And I get why they do it that way too, because then it's easier for, you know, spiky-haired uh, douchebag to, to come along and be like, holy shit. This guy's an asshole. Look at Kirito. Mm. He he fucking knew what the attack was gonna be. Uh, he's cheating. He's a beater. The beater line got some laughs in my theater when it, it got, came up again it, because he, it was like, oh, here kind we of go funny, again. Yeah. Well, my, no, it's my just, theater, here we go again is what it was like for me. I don't know about you. Has, my theater yeah. had a had a. We almost laughed, but we were like, nah. Yeah, <laughs> we felt like so like. like it, we were like, we get it. I think I it's grinned. SAO. I was like, yeah, uh, that's all right. Yeah, there's the beater. Cheater. Uh, he's a cheater and a beta tester. A beater. Because it's like background yeah. conversation. It's just like, oh my God. I guess that's uh, one thing I don't like about stuff like that, where like he clearly is yelling, like, don't do it. Like, yeah. you just pick and choose. Like, what? I don't know. I, I, well, was, not, guy... I, I was not a fan of. There's another th thing about the scene that I didn't like, uh, other than that. There's like a scene before, before he switches weapons, where they're mm -hmm. like charge. They're like I think they're trying to like surround him, and the mm -hmm. whole point of like epic boss moments is to have like this cinematic like I don't know what you would call it like a magnum opus of just like high intensity and all this stuff. And the music that was playing was like an ocarina from Zelda. I was like, what the fuck is going on? It changes later where it's like way more epic when like Kirito uh, starts getting involved. Soda, you know, it has knows that meme, right? The, the, no, it's no, the, it's no, the no, same that's song. Bad. It's it's the coffee it's, it's, soda it's song. Every fucking time. Every fight yeah. scene in but I, I don't know if you guys know that at all, but like it was like a it was like a flute playing. I'm just like, mm -hmm. I'm like, what? Like this is a boss fight. Why is there a flute I, playing? And then Kirito comes in. And it's like, dun 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 dun, yeah, like it's, Ocean it's, Avenue it's by Yellow Card starts playing. Yeah, I was it's like, the same, I, it's the same. It's called. It, listen to the lyrics. It's it, which they're not the actual uh, lyrics, but it sounds like soda, coffee, soda. I, I will say this. I I think that the music was fine to me, just because in that moment, I think was a really the sound design in this movie is great. Mm -hmm. That was the most sword-sounding sword I've ever <laughs> fucking heard. Ching, that yeah. was not. A, that was not a pot. That was not a pan. That was a real fucking sword that someone was hitting in the room to the right of my theater. <laughs> it was. It was amazing. So I had no problem that the music wasn't epic because it would have taken away from that. When that sword hit the floor, that shit said. I was like, damn. <laughs> 
it, it's about to go down. Because <laughs> um, we were just yeah. talking Final Fantasy earlier today. Yeah. And just like how, like when you watch like the cinematics for like MMOs and it's just like high energy, loud, epic music. It gets you involved. And it's just, it's just like, I feel like I... I feel like music plays like a, a huge part. Pat, you're watching like 86 right now. I think one thing oh, yeah. that 86 does incredible in the fights is that the music that they incorporate with the fights are fantastic. And it it gets me into the scene. This I felt just like, I was like, I felt like I was like a, like a spectator watching with binoculars. Like I wasn't in the scene like I wanted to be. Yeah. I don't even love the 86 fights that much either. Like that's not what I'm here for anime for, but I'll, I also think 86 fights are very like CG, but they... Love that show though. Go watch eighty six. What studio does eighty six, Pete? Do you uh, know is it A one Pictures, Pat? Oh yeah, look at that. And who was who's big beautiful logo flashed across the screen? I believe that was, that was Funimation. Yes. Oh yes. A <laughs> one Pictures has the logo though. Did it is a fire that? logo. It is. That's nice. a new fire. That new logo is fire. It's mm -hmm. a small thing. I noticed yeah, so, it. we were all like, oh, oh yeah, exactly. I had the same reaction because you know the the. Fucking the uh, the pinkish logo for what is it? Is it Funimation or Aniplex? Which one is it? Aniplex. Well, the we, Aniplex we little thing flickers that. across, but yep. the one beforehand, like the Funimation, the Funimation, yeah, with the stupid yeah. little kawaii girl on it, it that played, and I was like, oh god, here we go. But then Aniplex came up, and I'm like, hell yeah. And then A1 the came up, and I was like, oh yeah. We did the little tunes, and then we were confused when A1 came on. We did the yeah, little <laughs> and. And they're like, oh, what's Yo, that? I gotta go to a New York theater. That sounds so much it's fun. It's experience. It's completely different from <laughs> yep. what we're used to. I mean, to. we had that when we watched the the Konosuba movie. That was a party in our movie theater. That's a similar... It is a similar vibe, but not even close. So in, like, New York theaters, again, has... I guess I'm speaking for you, but, the, again, this is just from what I know. Um, you know, like, if you're watching a horror movie... And Run, bitch, he gonna kill you! Literally, <laughs> you see the character walking towards it. Don't open that door! What the hell are you doing? Like, the shit like, that literally happens uh, in the theater, which is, I... Right, has? Yeah? This is, a, this is another example. I went to go see the Eminem-produced battle rap movie, um, and I, f I forget the name of it, but it's a battle rap movie in New York City. We, I thought I was at a battle rap show. We <laughs> <laughs> You were like, oh, shit, he said that about it. That's crazy. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's an experience. It was fun. But the movie, uh, Pete, your thoughts on the last arc? I thought, I thought, the, the, I, I thought the fight was really, really good. Um, there was parts where, and maybe I'll say this in our, in our final thoughts and, like, our ratings and stuff like that. There was some really well-done animation um, scenes, just, like, just from, like, a technical a technical standpoint of this, how smooth it was going. Um, it wasn't doing like the, the shonen thing where it's like flashing lights when they're fighting to like emphasize it instead of just showing like the actual animation of the attacks itself. I thought it was really well done. I was, it wasn't like the best fight I've ever seen, but I thought it was like a very well done fight. Um, I thought it emphasized the point. Um, the after parts were a little whatever, but like I, I overall I enjoyed what I saw. Okay, I'll come in That's... and be the, the the devil's advocate for the after parts because I know Haz is going to also talk about how he didn't like. Um... It's not that. Well, okay, my thoughts on the third part. Yes, I I um I genuinely enjoyed the third part, even though it, it's essentially Sao. But 
It is. The, the great part is of it is that now SAO with all the context given before SAO starts is it feels almost different, right? You can assume a lot more different things that, right? So for example, even, even the dog shit scene with the potion, because of the, the context and all the characterization that people have had about the different ways people interact with the world, um, you can, it's implied in SAO too, but again, people are not characterized in SAO at this point in the story to have this be like the front thought where it's like the, the person Cabal or whatever his name is, is the first thing you see him with, he's like, I'm, my job is a knight and people laugh at him. There's no job system in this fucking game. Um, he's also very theatric. He's clearly immersed in the role of being like a knight in SAO. So he's on an RP server, a, yeah. He's yeah, he's on an RP server, and it's not an RP server. Um, so when he like takes this like, don't fucking save me, just do it yourself. Oh, oh, like it kind of fits, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. But it it, and I think like things like that. It's not. I still would rather Jim just get his head fucking cut off. Agree. I understand why. I I understand why they didn't though, and and we'll explain that at the very when we get to that last part after part. Um, but it was very good. Sao now with all the context, it makes everything better. It makes the interactions between Kirito and Asuna better. Um, it it helps you understand like uh, why is Asuna just such like a Debbie Downer when you meet her. Um. Right, because like it feels a lot more justified in this that Asuna is alone and like doesn't want to be with people than it does in original SAO, where she just is. Um, and I really like that. And the fight scene, music aside, I thought the music picked up during the fight scene. The sound design, yep. when everything was hitting, it w it felt hectic. It felt like I was really in the middle of like some shit the way people like yelled out to each other constantly orders and shit and like the the voice the performance of like yelling out like orders like i felt the desperation in their voice and then when everyone got paralyzed and like just the looks on their it was so good it was so well done um the all three of these characters fighting together the moment where like Asuna taps um, Mito's so um, scythe like she did when they first trained. Except now they they tapped it up here and like Asuna comes up and like tap Mito's on the floor because like she's no longer you know what I mean she's like subtle stuff like that really well done. Um, and it, I I just I fucking loved it. it has to be my if if, if I'm Thinking back, my fight of 2021. Is it better than Rider vs. Saber from Heavensville? <laughs> In terms of impact for me, let me, let me, let me, as like just a fight out of context, hell no. Yeah. But I think all the context of SAO does way more for that fight and the people in it and like the amount of people and like seeing all of their desperation, the yelling, the way it's treated like in the, like Asuna and Kirito, they spend a lot more time focused on their objective in this raid 
than they do in the original SAO. In the original SAO, it's nowhere near as organized. Um, even though it's it's very loose and like, you know, it's very MC, but it feels like I'm really watching like these two people who just have to clear out mini, like, you know, keep the mo the whatever the fuck they're called, the mobs off the um the main DPS team, and it's just like it I felt it. I I feel like it this is better than that in terms of like Alright, I just want it on record. Impact. I just want it on record. Yeah. Cause I haven't even Listen. seen Heaven's Feel 3 yet, and I've seen the Rider versus Saber fight, and I'm like, nothing's touching that this year. Well, Rider versus Saber isn't even the best fight in the Heaven's Feel movies, so I'm just talking this Ooh. year. I'm talking it's Heaven's Feel 3 since that came out this yeah. year. Yeah. That came out this year? Yeah, three did. Oh. I didn't know that. I thought I was watching something that was a little older. Um, yeah, I think it's definitely it, it, it's hard. It's hard. It could just be no, because I watched. You also had Mugen Train this year too, in terms of fights. Mugen Train. Uh, it's all right. I'm I'm sorry. Mugen Train <laughs> was, was really right. good, but it was like it was on. really it was, it was. No, I'm not. All right, let's trigger some more fan bases. We, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You know what show so one sucks? Piece. Yeah, one Kaido piece. versus Luffy. Yeah, <laughs> um, Kaido versus Luffy. Awful. Trash. No, I'm just... yeah. uh, no. <laughs> All right, so um, I'll, I'll, I'll I'd like to let's keep us moving here. Um, yeah. Right. I think. Uh, so I think his death. It was really annoying. Right, Cabal. Mm -hmm. I did not mind as much as I did in the first show when Kirito kind of like took the blame. Because in this okay. lens, it was so much better framed as Asuna and then Mito, Mito it, looked, it looked like, was going to get lumped into it too. Oh, they must have been beta testers too. These guys are, they're, they're all evil. They're beaters. Oh my god. You know, and I, I think that it shows in this a lot better than it did in the show that Kirito recognizes this and says, what can I do? to prevent them from having to suffer that fate. For, because for one, they don't deserve it. Well, one of them doesn't deserve it. And two, no, neither does any beta tester, because, you know, they provided that whole booklet of information, right? Like, they, they're not trying to be bad people, the beta testers aren't. Or at least some of them aren't, the ones that are going to get blamed. So what he does is he says, you know what? I'll take the blame. I'll be the bad guy, whatever you want to say. And make sure that no one else gets thrown in. And I love that. I thought that was awesome. And a lot of people always call that really edgy of Kirito to do that, or really, um, it's one of the main criticisms I think of him is that he's a Chad or whatever. And it's like, I don't know. I, I thought the way he did it was just like, Hey, you know what? I I'm doing what I have to do. And it, and it was showed character growth from literally like, 20 minutes earlier in the movie when he could barely look Austin in the eye after he does that moment where he's like, yeah, screw you guys. I'm the beater. I'm the, I'm the black, you know, I'm the, the real black, the swordsman, true black right? swordsman, yes. <laughs> the true black swordsman. Yeah. That's a good shot at the berserk fans too. We're hitting everybody today. Yes, sir. Um, <laughs> you know, like when he, when he hits, when he does that and he's like, yeah, I'm, I, uh, you know, screw you guys. I'm going to go do me. And he walks past Asuna, looks her in the eye for pretty much the first time in the movie, and smiles to her and is like, don't worry, you know, and, I, and also like, hey, I'm not this crazy person, I'm just putting it up for you. I thought that that was like great character growth, and I, I love that they showed it. And then, obviously, 
Where this differs from the original story is Asuna doesn't follow Kirito in the original, right? Like, she doesn't um, literally follow him to the second floor and then almost become his partner. Is that, that's a, what it seems like it's shaping up to do. Um, and I really liked that. I thought it was great. I don't know. I, I loved Asuna being like, hey, I, um, you know what? I know what I want to do. And it's not explicitly stated that it's suck Kirito's dick, but it's like, Hey, I want to follow this character. I, I'm making a joke out of it because I know that that's what the what needs to be made. But like you know, like she's it's very clearly stated that she's like, you know what? I want to uh, grow closer to this person. I want to establish a uh, a friendship or a partnership with this person, and I want to beat the game. I'm striving to be like this person in front of me. And I thought that, that was really good because it's not just it's not taking her character away. It's not taking her her. Um, I guess her agency away, right? Like it, like a lot of what happens to a lot of female main characters, where they're just in the party with the main guy. No, she she has her goal. She's sticking to it. She has her own strengths compared to what Kirito has, which will be explored later on in the story. Um, so I don't know. I thought it was just really, really well done. Maybe uh, this is just me. No, uh, um, I I do think in the context of SAOs, it was well done. But I'm gonna say this as a gamer has you know this as well. If you're going to be playing the antagonist, Kirito needed to drop at least three racial slurs when walking out. <laughs> um, there was I didn't I didn't feel personally offended enough when he left. Yes. So I agree. Um, That's fair. I, I heard no, no mention of p him telling people to like suck his dick, um, <laughs> eat my ass, or uh, the occasional racial slur. So. To yeah. me, I feel like that's where Kirito fell off as an antagonist. Mm -hmm. He is not yeah. a what I would call a true gamer. Um, yeah. As, Man, he, this is the worst that Pete could come up with. In the, in the, in, well, in the I can't wait for your score. No, dude. In right? the in the context of Sao, it is, it is it is shown that he is an experienced MMO player. Like, also asked him like, "Hey, do you play MMOs?" He's like, "Yeah, I I do." And then he doesn't drop one racial slur. This is zero I mean, out of ten shit. Like, come on. We we kind of skated over this, but on the topic of true MMO experiences, right? There was that scene where after the the meeting, they they have like a little you know get together. I didn't hear any talk about politics. That yeah, that, where's the Baron's chat? Come on, like. <laughs> Where where's the train? Where chat? is the Trump twenty twenty four all chat? This is some <laughs> bullshit. Like this is the worst MMO ever made. Like so, I, Pete, would you say you're an experienced MMO gamer? By the way, Pat, I am how a you've described <laughs> them after how you've described them. Pat, I am not saying that I have participated <laughs> in any form of racial discrimination in MMOs. However, a I, yes ha or no question. I have I have been a Baron's chat mod before, so if you played WoW, you'll get that reference. Um, yes, I am an experienced MMO player, Pat. Pete says gamer words. That's good to know. That's uh, news to news I respect to all races, genders. Uh, shout out to all my LGBTQIA listeners. I love you all. You missed the plus. That's yeah, really I, I missed the plus. plus. You know I wanted to say that. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> if, if, if we're following Discord, okay. if we're following Discord lore, the only people that I don't like are Italians. You know this. 
And no one likes the French. That's just a <laughs> that's just a given. <laughs> no, that's no. me specifically, though. I'm the, the leader Why? of the French hate group in this Discord, so don't worry. All right. Well, yeah. Where so, do we, how did we get here? My, my thoughts. My thoughts on the last arc. Um, Are we talking like SAL or France uh, right yeah. now? <laughs> so um, yeah, I um, I understand why. So this is one of those things where the manga is different. And that's why things play out so closely. Um, in the manga, Kirito and Argo are the people being blamed as being in cahoots for why essentially they failed. Um, which is a lot more damning because Argo is pretty explicitly stated to be the writer of the um, uh, handbook that everyone gets. So that's that's why Kirito had to, you know true black swordsman dick everyone um i i am a big fan though of you know one asana did not immediately follow him and stop him on the stairs because i think i would have fucking just, just i i don't know if i could deal with that again i'll be yep. honest that's that's the worst part of that scene i you know him being you know like oh, i'm a beater and that's fine but asana like stopping him on the stairs and like what's your sh shut up bitch uh, <laughs> anyway like you that ass um but yeah what i really like right and again because this is so different i'm excited um as to how this ended so this ends with argo showing up sort of looking out at um asana and kirito implying that he's finally gonna get the screen time he was denied this uh story but it's also um, nice to know that Asuna and Kirito are partied now because, and that Mito isn't dead, but she's not with them. Um, that opens up like a huge door for things because one of the things that happens in SAO um, is, you know, that people hate is the time skips. But the time skips do a lot in my opinion into expanding the world um because in the time skip kirito you know continues to be a solo player and asana essentially becomes the way that we learn about guilds because she joins the um the knights, knights of the blood, of the blood oath. oath there you go knights of the blood you. oath and, and you meet them again at this meeting but now we don't have to sacrifice all of those floors for us to be introduced to those things because now we can have Mito go do all the things that I think um, Asuna sort of was used for in expanding the world. There was also a moment, we didn't touch on this, I thought Lisbeth was going to show up because they were going to a fucking blacksmith. Yeah, me too. She didn't show up. I, um, sad. Very sad. I was very sad. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to see now how they expand the world through that because we no longer need time skips. Uh, we have enough players on the board to interact with each other and get essentially every part of an MMO sort of fleshed out through without abandoning the story. So that's really exciting to me. But yeah, I, really, I thoroughly enjoyed it. What would you say your score is then uh, if you want to do your closing thoughts? Because I think we've closing all talked thoughts? about our, our final, um, our, the final arc. So as a, the movie as a whole, what would you say? So, movie as a whole, again, I personally believe this is very far removed from progressive in terms of content, 
I think the skeletal structure and the purpose of it, which is better SAO with more context um, and Asana as the lead is fulfilled here. I just think tonally and in terms of characters that are present and, and events and stuff like that, it's different. I think the skeletal structure of progressive is there. I just think it's so far removed content wise. If you love SAO and you want, or even if you don't like SAO um, and you just want to see a better story, watch it. It's 90 minutes. It's, it goes by pretty fast. Um, and it's not, I think it's very well paced. I think, I think the characterization of this is super strong. I love the way that things don't slow down for, um, explanations. Explanations are naturally woven through the progression of the story. Um, because the tutorial and gaining experience is a part of the story. Um, the fight scenes are great. The audio design is great. And specifically about this movie's art design, the, if you watched SAO Ordinal Scale or even Alicization at some points, the art style of SAO began, um, sort of changed over the time. Um, and a lot of effects were used that are like movie effects where th like backgrounds are motion blurred and, and blurred out in Ordinal Scale and there's like lots of particle effects on the sword. This didn't have that. It had more of like just straight good animation. It it wasn't hidden behind blurs or you know like crazy particle effects on the sword and bulk and lens flares and all that. It was just good animation, which I was a big fan of. Um, so huge fan of that. Um, I give this, despite you know, if you're. I'm gonna give it a nine. I'm gonna give it a nine. I'm feeling nine. I really, really like this movie. I know it sounds like I, I had a lot of gripes with it, but a lot of my gripes weren't even related to the movie. It was just like I felt like when I was walking in, I had the wrong expectations from the marketing team. Um, and I, even then, I still very much enjoyed what I was given. So yeah. Uh, Pete, what about you? Yeah, so for me, um, I'm actually going to a little bit disagree with Haz in terms of the animation. To me, it honestly just felt like I was watching the TV show at a movie theater. I thought that mm -hmm. the quality would be a little bit higher. I was expecting a higher, like, just a visually um, more beautiful style of movie. Like, um, even when we saw Mugen Train, I could tell how much better it looked compared to the TV show. I really didn't get that with this, which was, it was still good looking. Like, technically, it was really well done. I think I was just expecting a little bit more from the previous movies that I've seen. And I saw that step up in visual quality. Uh, in terms of, like, the actual story, I enjoyed this way more than the, the show. I had a very fun time watching this. Um, my qualms with the show were pretty minor. However... Nothing really, like, blew me away. Like, I thought the fights were, like, good to very good, but not, like, breathtaking. Um, I thought the dialogue was really fun in most parts and really well-structured. Uh, so that was that. Uh, so, like, if we could do, like, fractional points, I think I would give it, like, a 7.5, but I just can't justify giving it an 8. So I'm gonna give it a 7. I thought it was a pretty good movie. I had a good time watching it. God, you're a hater. <laughs> A se what seven seven on Mal is good. This was a good movie. All right, I, I I'm just giving you a shit. Um, I think one one thing to to comment on your animation comment. I think a one 
just notoriously has really, really good animation to start with. So the floor from the show was already really high. And I, I do think the fight scenes in particular were big upgrades from the show. But I do agree that like, outside of that, the animation was pretty much the same as the show was. But of course, to me, that's like, I don't know, it's one of the better animated shows out there, I think, in terms of just like passing moments in, in general. I think the production quality is there. Yeah, yeah personally. I, I don't know. It's not Violet. No, I've seen plenty, I think. Uh, I don't know. I, the Violet Evergarden's very beautiful, but like that's a different style. It's a different style, for sure. Um, I think, I don't know. That's just my, my opinion. Um, but yeah, to continue my opinion, I don't know. I, I'm obviously a big SAO fan, and I love the series to death. One of the first series that really got me into anime way back when. Uh, but I also still recognize a lot of its flaws. This, I think, fixed almost every single flaw that I had with the series initially, like, so far. It's, it, it truly was a great, great thing. I do agree with Pete that there was no moment that I was really sitting there. I guess other than the initial scene, I still got goosebumps right when they're, when they're first introduced and they're, they're sitting there like, oh my god, wait, I'm stuck here. But other than that, no scene truly blew me away or, you know, took, uh, just took me to like an out-of-body out experience, but I think the overall movie was incredible. I thought it was really, really well done. And I think I'm going... I was bouncing between uh, an 8 and a 9, and I think I'm going to uh, end up going to a 9 because I've talked myself into it. So um, I don't think it's it's a perfect movie either. I do think that there were slower times or not... Um, or scenes that may have just felt dra like they dragged on a bit. But overall... This is the best SAO has ever been, I think, and I'm excited to see more. I enjoyment enjoyment factor was a ten out of ten for this movie for me. Uh just I think it wasn't perfect. And that's okay. I think it's pretty damn close. So I, I, I loved it though. Hey everybody, we ran into some technical difficulties there at the end, but I just want to say thank you if you made this far listening and for supporting us. And if you are supporting us, the best way to do that is to like, comment, subscribe, leave a review on whatever platform you are listening or watching us on. If you're a fan of our group style format, we do this every other week called Watch Club and next week we are doing Golden Kamui. If you are interested in joining our Discord or links to our social media, that is all in the link tree in the description below. I just want to say thank you again for listening to us and we'll see you next time.